Did I tell you about that time that a tea towel changed my life? You are listening to the Get Unstuck podcast with me, your host, Laura Husson. I am delighted to have you here. This podcast was being created to inspire, educate and facilitate shifts that get you unstuck, clear and moving in your life and business. Expect tips, advice and real life stories of people just like you who've gone from unclear and stuck to create an extraordinary success. It's time to let go of the how and step into the now. Hey, you, and welcome to this brand new episode of the Get Unstuck podcast. How are you enjoying it so far? Tell me everything. I'd love to hear what you've loved most, what you want more of. Oh, all the things, just all the things. If you have questions I can answer even, tell me everything. And the best place to find me is to come and find me on Instagram. I am at Totally Laura and I cannot wait to hear what you have to say about the podcast so far. Today. Now, let me preface by saying it's been one of those days. Now, I had a delivery, an IKEA delivery that, let me tell you, in this COVID time, It has been four weeks since ordering that we had to wait for this new furniture for Ellen's bedroom to come. And it was supposed to arrive today and we were so excited and I kept my schedule clear. (laughs) And it was supposed to come between 11.30 and 12.30. And they texted me this morning and said, it's coming today, we're going to be there soon. And then a follow-up saying they were nearly here. And ever since then, nothing. It's now 2.45 p.m., and absolutely nothing. So that's disappointing. And I know that what is going to happen is now that I've started talking to you, the lorry's going to pull up outside. So there may be a little um, disjointed pause or hiatus my end while I go and welcome in that delivery. I mean, I would take that interruption. I'm being honest. (laughs) And if there is an interruption, it might mean that I have to just retrace my steps and remember my train of thought. So disclaimers out of the way. And I mean, this has just been 24 hours of chaos. So it doesn't surprise me that the IKEA delivery has not come as planned and it's all perfect and it's all fine and it will be here when it's here. And it did encourage me to just take some time off, which, you know, I would have been up here, sat at my desk. This morning, as we brought Little Man's preschool, it was absolutely hammering with rain and raining cats and dogs. Is that a UK term? I'm not sure, (laughs) but that's what it was doing. And now it's like glorious blue skies and sunshine. So I've been sat outside, been hanging out with my daughter, Ellen, and we've been planning the rebooking of our family trip to the Maldives that was supposed to be happening on the 12th of August, which is only what, five days from now. It's so hard to think about that. And yeah, that's been a big thing for me. Travel is like one of my top things and I literally live for it. It's even in my astrological charts, in my natal chart, that I love to be in tropical climate and I like luxury and I like nice things and I really do. And travel is a big part of that picture for me. So having already had a trip to Toronto and a trip to the Maldives, waylaid. 
I am now ready to rebook and have at least something on the schedule, even if it ends up being remapped. I don't mind that, but we are putting it on the calendar for next Easter and couldn't be more excited. So into today's topic, and that was a bit of a teaser there, but it really is true how a tea towel did change my life. (laughs) And the tea towel is really significant because it's the most random thing that you could imagine. Now, as you probably are familiar, if you've been here or you listen to any other episodes, you've heard me talk about trust. Now, trust is my top value. It is my guiding light. It is my like live and die by principle. And what happened was back in 2018, so coming up two years ago, I realized I was on a big identifying what I had been tolerating mission. And I realized that one of the things I had been tolerating were our really old, holy, frayed, discolored, kind of like cardboard now, tea towels. (laughs) Don't know, again, is that a British term, the tea towels? They're like the things that you dry dishes with, right? We call them tea towels here in the UK. And what I want to say is, We went into, we were in a grocery store and we were just getting our general things. And for some reason, um, one of us, I don't remember which one, just remembered, oh, we should get tea towels. And so we just grabbed whatever was available. I mean, it's not like there's a vast array to choose from in there. So we grabbed these like microfiber, crisp white tea towels. They were, some of them were white. I think one was white, one was gray, and one was white with a gray chevron pattern on it. And we threw them in the basket. We were like, yep, there's, they're not offensive. They will be fine. <laughs> Took them home, carried on with our shopping and got about our day. Now, a good few days passed. And the next thing, I just remember being in the kitchen and really getting to the end of my tether. We'd bought these new dish glass, tea towels, whatever we want to call them. Let's just call them tea towels because that's, that's, that's what it was in my mind. Um, I needed a tea towel. And then none were to hand. And I went to the drawer where the tea towels live. And lo and behold, the brand new tea towels were in there. And I reached for one. I pulled one out. And the strangest thing happened because I pulled out the one with the, it was white with the gray chevrons on it. And I probably need to put a picture in the show notes. <laughs> um, that it was white with gray chevrons on it. And it was really crisp and really modern. And when I pulled it out, I had this really strange sensation just rush over me of, this is not a match for this kitchen. And I was so irritated. And like I say, I had been on this big mission of like, what is what am I tolerating in my life? What is it that I'm tolerating? And oh boy, that was something else. I was stood in the kitchen. I was so irritated. And what happened was I ended up just in this like daydream of, wow, what kind of kitchen would these tea towels be a match in? And I was disrupted by the daydream because my phone vibrated and I, my accountant had sent me a text message. Now she knew that I don't, I'm a email tyrant, right? Don't ever send me an email if you ever want to reply from me. <laughs> Although now we have Mary in charge, so that's not true anymore. We will get a reply from Mary, if not from me. <laughs> um, in those days, it was just me on my inbox and she sent me a text to say, look, I'm letting you know I've sent you an email. It really needs urgent attention. If you could just go in there and sign it and send it back to me. So I put the tea towel down finished my daydream and I opened up my inbox and I got completely distracted because at the very top of my inbox above the accountant's email which had only just come in was a property alert 
And the property alert had literally just popped into my inbox. I didn't even know. We were not house hunting. Let's be really clear. We were not in the market for a new home. We weren't looking to move. We were perfectly happy where we were. We were actually, we were renting that house. Finn was born in that house. And we were actually preparing and planning for how we could buy that house because the owners were um, totally open to that conversation. So I don't know why I opened the email, but I opened the email with the property alerts in it. And obviously it's just one of these mailing list things, right? It's not personalized in any way. It's just a mailing list that comes through and is like a digest of all the latest properties. But the big featured image was of a kitchen and it was a white kitchen. (laughs) And it was a kitchen, the exact shape, the exact kind of cupboard doors and the exact layout that I had been fantasizing about when my phone vibrated and brought me out of it. And I was really unsettled because I was like, why would I be, why am I looking at this? Like, why am I even in my inbox? Why am I, like, how did this all sync up? And oh my goodness. So I had quite the moment. Then I remembered I had to do the thing for the accountant. So I dismissed the email as just a funny coincidence, which is funny in itself, because if you know me, you know, one of my taglines is that I don't believe in coincidences and I don't think there's any such thing as coincidence. And I went about my business, got the email off to um, the accountant and went to get on with my day, but I was really unsettled. And so I went back into that email and I clicked on the property. And when I clicked on the property, oh my goodness, it was like, what? This was like, it was a converted barn in the village where I grew up and spent my childhood. And it was absolutely beautiful. Now, I didn't recognize where it was because it didn't seem familiar to me. I couldn't remember it from mind or like it didn't, it just didn't ring any bells. So I told my husband about it. I was like, Chris, you won't believe what's happened. (laughs) And he was like, oh gosh, here we go. And I told him the whole tea towel story. And he was like, right. He said, well, I guess you better ring the estate agent then and go and see it. And I was like, but we're not moving. He's like, well, you know, I think we should just go and see it. So we went to see it. We made an appointment. I think it was even the next day. It was really quickly afterwards. We came to see it. And as we were driving through the village, hello, pussycat. Hero has just come to say hi to me. He might be funny noises coming because he's probably going to stand all over my keyboard now. (laughs) Um, We came into the village where the house was and we were following where the pin on the map was. But the pin on the map took us through the main village, past the house that I grew up in, which I should just say at this juncture that I'll share this story on another podcast as to the ins and outs of all this, but I had quite the amount of... (sighs) Trauma makes it sound more severe than it was, but definitely pain around memories of my childhood to the point that I avoided driving through the village. We live on a tiny island, so it's not even, you know... It's kind of weird that I had done such a good job of avoiding driving through the village. And I definitely had never got out of the car in the village for anything since leaving there as a child around the age of either seven or eight. And so I did have a lot of memories from there, though. So we drove past the house and I was remembering how my brother, my younger brother, used to sit in the window of the dining room And opposite the dining room was like this long driveway leading up to a farm. And he used to sit in that window as a little toddler. And every time the tractors came up and down the drive opposite, 
they would flash their lights at him and like even wave their I don't know the proper tractor terminology but the, like the little scoop thing they have on the front they would lower it and raise it and do all kinds of fun things um and Nick would stick his thumb up at them and it was like a cool thing that he used to do and we always thought it was really funny so we drove past there and I was reliving that memory and we went around the corner and we just ended up in fields and I was like, I don't know where it is. This is the pin in the map is around here, but I don't think there are any properties around here. Then we came back into the village and as we got near to got back near to my childhood home, my stomach just flipped and I realised that the property we were coming to view was it was a converted barn and it was a converted barn in that farm directly opposite my childhood home and I couldn't believe it I just I could not believe it I was like oh I guess then you know even then I was dismissing it as an option to actually move because I was like well I guess this was just supposed to happen you know like this has brought me into the village I'm getting out of the car I'm literally getting out of the car like 15 feet from the front door of my childhood home I'd have avoided this such a long time There was a lot of healing in that moment, just in that brief couple of minutes of getting in the car park and waiting to go and see the place. So then we walked up the driveway where the tractors used to drive down and we went to see the barn, the the home. And as we came in, it had these beautiful glass front doors and they were were all rigged up inside. It was completely empty and they were painting it top to bottom um, white. And they had like scaffolding rig because it's a proper barn conversion, like, you know, fully vaulted ceiling with oak original beams. And there's even a year marked into one of the beams with 16, I think it's 1661 or 1680 something. I can't remember. I need to take a picture. And it just looks so amazing. And now living in a converted barn had been one of my dreams for a really long time. And I always thought it was kind of a fantasy that was never going to come true. It felt like one of those things that you daydream about and never happens. Like, you know, your prince coming and sweeping you off on your feet and running off into the sunset. <laughs> um, I, I never thought it would really happen. And the reason is because the barns I'd been to see before were always a compromise. So I'd go and see them and they'd have an impressive grounds or they'd have a lovely entranceway and a lovely living area. But then you'd go and see the bedrooms and they'd all be really dark or a couple of them would be really tiny or they'd be damp in the corner because they're old buildings, right? And they are converted barns. So unless they're done to a really high standard, it's par for the course that there are going to be compromises. And we got shown around and every, we could not believe it. We couldn't believe every single room we were going in. We were just looking at each other and we had no words. Our jaws were open. We were like, this is huge. It was bigger than our last home. It was more beautiful than I could have even imagined. It was being freshly painted top to bottom. The carpets were being steam cleaned and it was a blank canvas. Then I had to sit with, can I really see myself moving in to this spot? And when he showed us the room that would be go on to be my office, it had double doors opening out into the outside. And when we looked out those double doors, those double doors looked right down the driveway onto the front door of my old home. And I just had a vision of me sitting in a chair by those doors, just looking down that driveway, remembering how things used to be and rewriting that story and doing so much healing work and just release and creating new stories. And... We continued the tour. We finished the tour. We came back down. Now, something else that I haven't mentioned here on the podcast yet, but is important. Now, 
A dragonfly has always been my totem, right? It has always been my little wink from the universe, my little nudge and nod that, oh, this is for you. You're on the right path. Keep going. Everything's working out. And what happened was we were standing in the main living area and the landlord was standing there talking with us or the representative. And what happened was (laughs) me, Chris, and this guy were standing there while we were chatting, I was like, all right, we've got some real thinking to do because in full transparency, we weren't planning a move. We didn't know we wanted to move. You know, it's quite a ridiculous story as to how we're even standing here having this conversation and we really need to check in with ourselves. But, oh, this feels really good. And then what happened next was a dragonfly. <laughs> no joke. This honestly sounds like I wrote it or I made it up. It is ridiculous. I'm so glad Chris was there to know it wasn't just me in a fantasy world (laughs) making things up. A dragonfly lifted off of a beam, flew around all three of our heads and landed at our feet right in the middle. And at that point, Chris just looked at me and went, oh, well, this is happening and walked out. (laughs) And so that completely changed the course of the conversation. The landlord must have thought, what? who are these people? And I was like, oh, I said, look, long story, but yeah, I think this is happening. So we went home, we talked about it. It was an instant yes from both of us. It was a huge opportunity. And so we applied. And when we applied, I was really nervous. Now this leads into something different, but it is very much the same thing. The the other thing that was happening at this same time was that um, we have a our car is on like a company lease, so a business lease. It's tax efficient, made sense, can offset it as a cost on the business. And it was up for a renewal. And we had to choose whether we wanted to get a new car, keep this one for another year, yada, yada, yada. Now, I had a lot of stories, and we're going to talk lots about money stories and money drama and money beliefs and overcoming all of that to create anything you want. I had a lot of stories around why it was in air quotes, hard for me to be approved for credit. Some of it like founded in truth, some of it just fabricated in my mind. And I was really fixated on, well, it has to be one or the other. Like I'm either going to get approved for the car and not for the house, or if I get approved for the house, I'm not going to get approved for the car. And I agonized. I was in anxiety overload. And what happened was uh, all the forms were in, everything was in motion, and I was just sat there like stressing about it all. And then one morning I woke up and we weren't expecting to hear for another few days. I think it was a Friday and I wasn't expecting to hear till after the weekend. And I woke up and I just said to Chris, I said, something feels different today. And I was like, I think we're going to get it all. I really feel like we can have it all. And lo and behold, when I went in, checked the pesky email, (laughs) I had been approved for the car and then an hour later I got the call from the landlord saying they would love to accept our application on the property and could we move in six weeks. It was absolutely incredible. There was the the amount of transformation, liberation, relief, you name it, that happened for me just from me picking up that tea towel that transpired and kicked off that whole chain of events is beyond anything I could have ever planned or like, you know, I couldn't have ordered that. I couldn't have been like, right, when I pick up this tea towel, I want all of this sequence of events to unfold. And I want it to have, you know, unexpected consequences where I get to heal old childhood trauma and pain and all of those things. I just wouldn't have been able to come up with that in my conscious, rational mind. And yet, because I leaned into that trust 
And because Chris also leans heavily into my trust of my intuition, he always knows. He's like, well, when you feel things, it always works out. We always have to follow that. Look where we were. And look where we are. Here we are now. Where are we? We moved in October the 20th. I want to say 27th, but that doesn't make any sense, does it? Yeah. October 27th, I think, 2018. And at the time of recording, we are on August the 6th. Yeah, August the 6th, 2020. So we're approaching two years of having been here in this home. We love this place. Now, there has been a whole other string of events that has happened since we moved here that would not have been possible had we stayed in our previous home. We've had people come to stay with us who really needed respite and we had the space to accommodate that. We've had opportunities land in our lap that because we have such amazing neighbours, we were able to say yes to, we had support. It's been absolutely phenomenal. And I just know that while we weren't looking for a house, we weren't looking for an upheaval, we weren't looking for a move, the right thing came for us at the right time. And because we were open to it and we trusted and we said yes, it all worked out perfectly. Now, if I was still subscribing to the shoulds in my life and other people's expectations or worrying about the judgment of others, you know, what will people think? You know, one of the things that did make me pause before is what would our previous landlords think? Because we'd been in these conversations with them about buying that house. You know, they knew how committed we were to that house. We'd gone halves on new carpets. We were really, you know, committed. And I had to tell them we were moving to this new house. And of course, it doesn't really make sense to email them and say, okay, well, there's this, there was this tea towel and then the accountant and, you know, it's a whole string of things. <laughs> so I had to email and just break the news that actually we were going to be handing in our notice and we're moving on, we're making a new start. And they were really lovely about it. But it was a, it was a plot twist for sure. Now, I want to just anchor in there that not all plot twists are negative. And not all plot twists are expected. I mean, that's what makes it a plot twist, right? You couldn't plan for it. And sometimes you just got to roll with what's right in front of you, especially when it feels good. So the biggest thing for me is when something like that happens unexpectedly, we take a breath, we just get quiet and we just check in with how I feel in our body. Scan your body. Does this feel for me? Am I rushing into something just because it's going to look good somewhere or somebody's going to approve? Am I looking for acceptance outside of myself? Or does this actually feel like it's something that's for me? And when it's for you, you literally can move mountains when you open yourself up to anything being possible. And I'm so glad I got to share the story with you of how a tea towel changed my life in October 2018. <laughs> I guess it was September 2018. We moved in October 2018. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this little insight into one of the biggest plot twists in the last few years in my life. There have been many. I will share more. I would love you to tag me in your stories at me, Totally Laura, on Instagram. DM me, tell me what you think, what's happened, what's going on. And of course, come and join us in the Get Unstuck podcast community because we are talking about things way beyond the conversation. I want you to share your plot twists. I want to share where you lean into trust and I want to hear all the things. So all the links are in the show notes. Everything you need is right there. Most importantly, come and follow me on Instagram where you'll find the links to everything you need at Totally Laura and I will see you on the next episode. 
I so appreciate spending time with your ears today. <laughs> if you're not already, come and follow me on Instagram. Let's be friends. You can find me at Totally Laura, where I share behind the scenes, latest updates, and freebies, as well as giving you the opportunity to tell me what you want to hear more of here on the podcast. I'll be waiting for you in the DMs. <laughs>